Good afternoon, Patriots, and it's Monday, April 24th in the year 2023. And yeah, you guessed it, the world just keeps spinning out of control, which is part of the normal for these days. I think that is the new normal, but we're going to get into a lot of the crazy, and then tonight we're going to dig into kind of the deeper part of the great replacement strategy, which should be interesting to hear. Patriots, one thing for sure right now, we all need to keep vigilant. And part of that is to make sure you have a good home defense plan. That includes your financial part, that includes your your food resources, but it also includes home defense. And that's one of the reasons that we have iTarget Pro. You know how passionate I am about our Constitution and especially the Second Amendment, but just as passionate about being responsible and protecting my family. I discovered the perfect way to train with your firearm in the comfort of your own home and continue to improve your skills. It's called iTarget Pro, and this system is a game changer for me. All I did was download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into my firearm, and start training. The system develops muscle memory, reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and much more. Right now, save 10% plus get free shipping with the offer code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, when you go to iTargetPro.com. With the cost of ammo through the roof, this is the perfect solution for you. That's the letter I, targetpro.com, itargetpro.com. The offer code is BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. This is something you definitely need. Indeed, that's a great thing to have at the house because you can sit around in the comfort of your home and you can practice good gun safety and even include your family in a real way. This war is amping up, and I'm glad to see it because there's more and more voices now surfacing to the attacks that are going on with our children. These crazies that are in power in this world definitely are targeting the kids, and we're starting to see some real strength stand up. Take a listen to this piece, 47 seconds or so of, well, I'll just let you hear it. Tonight I'm filled with righteous indignation. I wanted to find something for you tonight, the definition for pervert. It means to lead someone away from what is considered right, natural, or acceptable. This book has been permitted in six schools in the Wake County public school system. I'll read just a little bit of this perversion that we have allowed in the school system. So he bends me over the bed and on my the blowjob tip. It says, use your... Doesn't it make you cringe as I read that to you? Makes you crawl in your skin. It's a dastardly deed. The question today is, who is the pervert? That's allowing this to be purchased and delivered to our library. Who is the pervert that signs off on this bill? Who are you? What do you stand for to accept this? Can you be in your right mind and be decent as a human to allow this to be at the access and the fingertips of children? We know who the perverts are. There's one political party in this country that supports this junk. It's the Democrat Party. It's a party that castrates children, mutilates children, perverts children, grooms children, murders children, and indoctrinates children. We know who the perverts are. Who is the pervert? As I said many And how's that for some fire? I like it. I'm telling you, we need to see more of it. 
things. People are just too sensitive about words sometimes. You're like, oh, I can't do that. That guy laid it out right from the beginning of exactly what it was and what his definition he was working from is. And that's exactly what we need to be doing all over the place. More and more fire because these people are real in their threat and what they're going after and who they're going after, which is ultimately our children. Robert Doyle has a piece here real quick. He confronted the kid drag show on the street. Take a listen. I only have one question. Why do you want to put a tax wound in between your son's legs? You must repent. I wonder if the mama bear instinct is going to come out in three years when the mainstream Democrat party platform and they want to rape their kids. And they're all going to think it's one big, smug little joke, these people, by the way. You people are the symptom of a dying society, and you know it. We're scaring children. Shame on you. 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 Oh, yeah. Just the only thing they can say, because they know they're wrong. Every one of them knows they're wrong. Sin is in the open, and sin is crawling out of the cracks and crevices of the bowels of the sewer, and it's finding its way on our streets and in our classroom. It's finding its way everywhere we are to try to corrupt our lives. But this is the thing. They keep forgetting that we're the children of the Most High, and sometimes it takes us a little bit of a time to wake up. But when we do, look out. And that's what they're most afraid of, truthfully. These people are most afraid that they're going to have to confront the truth, that they're wrong, that they've been sinful, and that they're going to have to repent before God. The sad part is that they don't understand that if they do, they shall be forgiven, but they aren't smart enough to figure that out. But this is truly a time that we have to continue to press, keep pressing in, press in hard, speak truth. We are in a semi-permissive environment, which means that we can still operate. They're trying to restrict our maneuver, but that's okay. We still have a lot of latitude to work. And in the range of information warfare, we're just getting warmed up. You've heard two examples here of confrontation with words. One man is standing there before a school board. The other is walking on the street with a, a group of men around him speaking in a bullhorn. These are the things that as you do this and we echo these noises, these voices out there, these people don't have any place to crawl into. There's no rocks left for them to hide under. They've thrown it all out in the world for them to see. I'm like, good. You don't have a place to hide. The only place you can do is to walk and face God. And that's the ultimate thing here. So... This is a real war right now, a big one, and it's amping up and it's getting more serious, and we're going to get into more of that after the prayer, but they are really trying to maneuver quickly because they realize that they're losing control of the narrative, and they're going to make, do a lot of things now to shuffle the deck to try to keep people off balance, redirect their view, trying to tone down the fury and anger that is now starting to percolate up because the elites know that they're starting to get exposed. And we can't let the pressure off. So it's like going down the home stretch in the Indy 500 and suddenly deciding you're going to reduce your speed to save fuel. No time to save fuel, Patriots. Drain the tank. Go full on. All right, Patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour. Let's pray. 
Father, we're here today humbled and blessed as you have allowed us to assemble and to build an amazing fellowship that expands the globe, establishes itself in countries all over the world for voices to hear. Today, we begin our prayer with a prayer for the heart of the warrior to realize how important it is now to stand up and be bold, to be heard. There's no time now, Father, to, for us to waste. This is a critical hour as we start to face an enemy that is moving aggressively towards trying to maim, steal, and kill children. And that's not even including what they're doing with the rest of the population and the elderly. So, Father, this while this prayer is always, and our prayers are always for the many, this prayer today is really focused on the remnant, a remnant that has come together under this banner of Bard's nation and for anybody else that hears it, but a remnant that truly understands that our mission is great in this, in this hour, a remnant that has endured the greatest propaganda war and psy war ever waged on humanity, and we've survived it. A remnant that has found ourselves stronger and stronger in our faith in spite of friends turning on us, families dividing from us, people calling us fools, tin hatters, whatever. We've gotten stronger in our faith and our love in you. This remnant who at times is tired, and that's honest, Father, but we just pray for renewal, renewal of the spirit, renewal of the energy, renewal. And we declare this over all of those that are listening, all of the remnant, we declare renewal to light that fire again, to get that passion going again, to understand that this is not a time now to back off. This is a time to press in, to press in ferociously into an enemy that has no morals, no boundaries, no limits. This is an enemy now, that the gift that you have given us, and if we could just let this settle into our heart, it's not that they are bigger, it's that they are now seen. And that this perverted few, probably 1% on the entire globe, is trying to steer 99% of the humanity off the cliff. And the remnant, whatever they account for, Father, and only you know those numbers, we need to have it in our heart to stand boldly to recruit others into this world of right and righteousness, to break the chains and bonds of the matrix that's holding these others down, and to show them a way through Jesus of just how empowering that walk can be. This is a time of huge movements and being careful of the new traps that are being set because there are many. Many of the traps now being laid before us are ones to draw us away, to offer this great era of prosperity through digital AIs and ways to make our life easier and so forth. May we find the resolve within our hearts for us to be doers and overcomers, not on the dependency of technologies, but on the mightiness of who we are. We are the children of the Most High. So, Father, as we know, the Father of Lies is constantly churning and constantly setting new pathways, trying to adapt to a war that is massive, trying to adapt to your, your soldiers on the ground that are hitting from asymmetric points. And so part of that is to try to find the hooks and lures that will lead us astray and weaken us as the body of Christ and the army under the banner of Christ. So, Father, again, we pray for the warrior heart, the strength within that. We pray for the eyes of discernment 
And we pray for the renewal of the Spirit to be able to see truly what we are fighting for, not to be tricked and led astray, not to be led by promises of easy prosperity, easy money, easy life, robotic slaves, whatever is coming up there that somehow makes people believe that, oh, my life is just going to be so much better. We need to be able to manage what we have, steward what we do better, rise up, become greater in what we've been given, to live a simpler life, to go back, to go forward, to get back to the earth and start caring about the earth, to start looking at the world from a different lens and seeing it through the glory and perfection of what you created. Father, this is a time where the mightiness of the sword of the Spirit has to reign. And equally, for each person out here that's listening, do not walk away from the sword of steel. This is time when they want to take it from you, steal it, require that you register it, forbid it if they can. Because they want to be able to take away anything they can that might allow you to protect your final and seminal line. They want to turn us all into memories, erase us, because we understand something that they fear more than one thing. We have no loyalty to them, and that's those in power. We have only a loyalty to you, Father. So, Father, in that statement, let us all be reminded that loyalties also can be created in a digital space like artificial intelligence. Let us keep our eyes on you and through Christ to you, Father. And never to relent our pressing in for the righteous truth that needs to lead this world. Never to stop in our pursuit of the love in Christ and the love of our brethren, but to always remember that there lurks an enemy. There is always a wolf waiting to jump in. And we must be prepared to defend always. So, Father, we just ask for that righteous fire to be lit mightily within the remnant. A remnant whose time has come. I think sometimes, Father, when we say these things, there's a concern that settles into people's heart. of, And maybe not so much in some, but in others, that are we, are we creating an exclusive group? We know better. And so with that, we pray for humility. Not to be standing out with arrogance, but to be standing out with the strength and the rock of faith underneath us, the strength of the Holy Spirit. And to know that in this connection that we have, as we stand on the land of the captain of the Lord of the Host's army, that we are proclaimed this to be holy land, and that we are standing here on your tasking, your mission, your task and purpose, representing you, Lord, wherever you guide us, wherever you lead us, with the ultimate goal of bringing as many home as we can. But we must remain vigilant. We must remain ruthless in our task. We must remain decisive in our decisions and unwavering in the positions in which we stand. For that strength we pray, for that clarity we pray, for that wisdom we pray, and for the blessings which you can continue to give us as we reach across this globe to the many ears and hearts that listen. Thank you, Father. Guide us, protect us, and we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah, it's that time. We got a lot of stuff we've got to continue to keep focused on. Robert Kiyosaki, he's a billionaire. He's a big real estate investor, one who teaches a lot about how to how to use debt to your advantage. He has some interesting words on what's to come. 
So I think what they're going to do is create starvation and then high, you know, inflation. And then we have anarchy. We have revolution. And the US, the great American empire comes down. And we have the weakest president in history. This guy, Biden, who sells his soul to the highest bidder. As we all know that, oh, no, he didn't do that. Well, give me a break. They think his son Hunter was doing. He's the bag man. You know what I mean? He's on point, and he's very vocal about what he feels, and he's intense if you've ever come across him. He's like Dan Pena. He's another one. These, are, by the way, are, are friends with Trump, but they are, they're intense billionaires. And the thing about them is they're great. I, both of them, Dan Pena and, and Robert Kiyosaki, I have a lot of respect for them because they are self-made men, and they believe in sharing their knowledge to help others be successful, but they believe in hard work and there's nothing for free. And they're very outspoken about it. And they do not like this administration or the direction in which this woke insanity is taking us. But to the point of Robert Kiyosaki, Kiyosaki is the food issue. Take a listen to this. 1,900 food production companies in the past year have been destroyed. The two largest egg manufacturers in the United States have burnt down in the past 36 hours. We've had two planes smash into meat processing centers. And uh, the only commonality amongst all of them are these two things. They make food for Americans, and it's on American land. On American land, big importance, because they're trying to take away our independence. In this time, which we've talked about so much, it is so important that people are growing their own food doing everything you can to be self-sufficient. So Patriots, we're going to make a little deviation here. Um, one of our own has asked for prayers, and we're going to do that right now. Laura Lee, 93-year-old father, has just fallen and has taken was taken to the hospital in an ambulance. Those falls can be very bad at, at an older age. So please join me in a prayer for Laura Lee's father. Father, we declare healing, miraculous healing, and we, in a pain-free way, over Laura Lee's father, who's 93 years old and has just fallen. These sorts of injuries at this age can be very devastating, and they can be very demoralizing. So, Father, we pray for a real strength in the spirit of Laura Lee's father to give him the, the renewal and the power of overcoming. And as he now is put into a situation which he likely had no intention of being, to have a quick and amazing recovery, a miraculous recovery, that will surprise doctors, stun doctors, in fact, and leave them speechless for how this happened. And only tr knowing that there's can be only one thing that caused it, and that is you. And that's you're the only part that can bring about this. So, Father, through the authorities which we have, we proclaim and declare healing and miraculous healing over Laura Lee's father so that he and that he can quickly be removed from the hospital. Whatever ails him can be healed. His body can be restored. And to give him strength in the spirit that he can stand mightily. And endure this time to know that it's through you and his relationship with you that he will become stronger and greater. And that as a result of this, he will once again, like all that become healed, become 
an example of the miraculous healings of all that you bring and a spokesman for all that you are. Let me say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. And one more update, which I had forgotten about until just now, but this is important. This is Shelley. This is a real testimony to the prayers that have been given her way. She's in Dallas, if you remember. She was the salon stylist. We've been praying for her regularly over the last 19 or 20 days. So the latest is that the EVD came out. That was the issue that the um, drain that they had in her brain to relieve the pressure. This is a monumental step forward. It's also a little frightening as we have a way as we have have a way to, to drain excess fluid where her cranial pressure built up, but now it's up to her body to self-regulate that. Now listen to this next part. The doctors coming to see Shelly are genuinely surprised at how well her she is progressing. Several times they have remarked on what a miracle it is itself is in surviving this kind of hemorrhage. That's a statement towards prayers. I saw my good friend and dueling piano partner, Tim um, Bew, praying for Shelley with the, with the congregation at a church in the Bahamas. It is humbling to see how many people are in, in so many places are thinking of her. I also was touched that my other dueling partner and mentor, Tom Basler, spent much of the Friday evening making sure I was in good place and praying with, with me before the show. We still have a long road ahead of us, and there is still a danger of vasospasms, but there is light at the end of the tunnel, and that's where we can focus our attention. So first time in almost three weeks, the ICU room is nearly silent. No church beeps, no chorus beeps, chirping of alarms, or droning of pumps and fans. Maybe Shelley can finally get some good night's sleep. So let's do a prayer for Shelley. Father, we just thank you for the miracles of healing that have continued to settle in upon Shelley. And as we have just prayed for Laura Lee's grandfather, or father, excuse me, we now pray again for Shelley with miraculous healing. And may you continue to rain down your, your miracles of restoring and making the body right. The doctors are stunned, exactly as we prayed for, Father. They are finding this to be a miracle, as we know it is because miracles come from you. And so, Father, we, as we prayed for Laura Lee's father to have a miracle, we continue to pray for the continued miracles for Shelley. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Well, that we better start seeing some traction over here pretty quick. I'm, I'm kidding. We're seeing traction. This is what's amazing, is we're really seeing the result of prayers and the unity of prayers and what that brings. And so we're grateful for our Father of what he does, grateful for all of you that join in, and grateful as well for being courageous to us to proclaim our authorities in this world, which we were given to heal the sick, to cast out demons, to raise the dead, and to do greater works than he. That is always at our fingertips to do, and we're seeing the results of that. When we lean in, we declare our authorities and proclaim what we need to do on this earth. So patriots, Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. 
So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs, and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. 
We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.